0: Spent over 40 years in and around the restaurant industry. He's been an owner and an operator. He's a member of the Colorado Restaurant Hall of Fame. For over 30 years, his radio shows have been keeping you updated on the ever-changing Colorado restaurant scene, where he invites you to join him, both on the air and for meals at area restaurants. He's Mike Boyle. And this is the Restaurant Show.
1: Get it on. It's 406. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the restaurant show on New Stock 710 KNUS. Back for the second hour. Um, I love it when a plan comes together. I told you when I got back from Mexico on Wednesday. Thursday, I went to lunch with Jose Medina, Castle Rock Auto Plex. Wonderful guy, wonderful company. They do a wonderful job. When they took over from John Medved, they said, We're going to be as immersed in the community as John was. Folks in Colorado Springs come up to get their cars. People in Denver come down to get their cars. So I was talking about a new travel segment, and I said, I'd like you to give me some suggestions. You can call the show. You can go on my website at mikeboyle.com, hit the contact page, send me an email, mike at mikeboyle.com, or you can even send me a text or give me a call on my cell phone. Rudy, a big important, Trudy called up and said, she lives in Commerce City. She said, Mike, you need to go to Lucas, Kansas. (laughs) Well, I got out my atlas, and let me tell you something. you got to look a little bit to find Lucas, Kansas. It is very, very small, population of a little over 300, not even a wide spot in the road. It is on a narrow two-lane road, and uh, I found it. And it kind of reminded me that recently I was talking with Carol Murray. Carol Murray used to be the secretary, uh, clerk and recorder, whatever the title was for Douglas County. And then she became our state representative. And she said, my husband and I found a wonderful restaurant in Salina, Kansas. So even though Lucas is not on the way to Salina, Kansas, if I am willing to get off the interstate, I can visit Lucas, and now I'm going to look up the name of the restaurant that Carol gave me, and, uh, you know, maybe it won't be tomorrow, maybe it won't be Monday or Tuesday, but it may be in a week or two, three or four, it'll be on the list. I'll get over to Salina, Kansas, to the wonderful restaurant that... Carol and her husband recommended and then maybe I'll swing up to Lucas and I will see the Garden of Eden that uh, Trudy explained to me and listeners in the last hour so if you have a suggestion um, we're just going to do a kind of a goes back to years and years, you remember the Dinah Shore show, see the USA in your Chevrolet and of course Charles Kuralt on the road I have no illusions about becoming as popular as Dinah Shore or as nationally known as Charles Keralt, but that doesn't mean that we can't do it, and it doesn't mean, yeah, you know, maybe you got a suggestion in Boston. I'm probably not going to get back to Boston anytime soon, but let's try to keep it maybe in the... How about the Rocky Mountain region, all right? How about something from the Pacific Ocean, maybe as far east as Mississippi, and... uh, I've driven all of that, and, boy, I've really, really enjoyed it. And I think that it would be fun to do it again and visit some of these out-of-the-way places. All right? 303-696-1971, if you'd like to give me a call. 303-696-1971. The Rockies won the first game of the doubleheader today, 9-4. to against. They got rained out on Thursday. So, instead of playing a double dip yesterday, they played a single game, and they're playing a split doubleheader today. It was Bark in the Park or Paws in the Park, whatever it's called. Um, People took their dogs out to the Rockies game and uh, enjoyed themselves thoroughly. Rockies won, and now there will be another um, game coming up at about five thirty. All right, but you're going to be listening to Randy Corporon. Let's take a break on the Mike Moore Restaurant Show. Bit of Darius Rucker there. I've been to the Carolinas. They're beautiful. You get to Sunset Beach, South Carolina, get away from Myrtle a little bit. Uh, maybe get up into North Carolina, the Outer Banks. You got a suggestion for me? Give me a call or send it to me in an email mike at mikeboyle.com. We just did a spot for Bagnall carpet cleaning. I'm going to be giving them a call as we change the spot. It's time for Mike Bagnall to send the crew out and do the absolutely unbelievably nice job they do at cleaning your carpets. All right, so <clears throat> another example of Denver and decay. <laughs> you know, Stephen Tubbs, one of our show hosts, did that video. Pop-up bar for homeless? Denver Police Investigating. Denver Police Patrol Division Chief Aaron Sanchez said, We're hearing there was an open bar, sales of alcohol, things like that, as he surveyed the scene at 23rd and Champa. We have officers looking into that. Sanchez, Denver police officers, and other city officials were at the encampment Monday. (coughs) Pardon me, after Sanchez said there had been numerous complaints about the encampment blocking the sidewalk and impeding pedestrian access. So let me explain. It's okay for all these homeless with their tents and their garbage and their shopping carts to jam up the sidewalk, but we certainly don't want a pop-up bar. Okay, no, we have limits here in the city of Denver. The encampment featured displays of liquor bottles, numerous couches and lounge chairs. You can see a picture of it if you go online and look it up. You can look up pop-up bar for homeless in Denver. Um, Mm -hmm. my Place. We are looking into all other allegations in regards to the bar setup and along those lines, he said. There's also been complaints about the apparent street side tavern. Additionally, he said, there have been complaints about the couches and tents being rented out for prostitution, and that were also being investigated. Megan Shea, Director of Development and Marketing for Step 13 in Denver, now called Step Denver, said she had been driving by the encampment every morning on her way to work and noticed the apparent bar. Step 13 is an organization that helps homeless men deal with mental health issues and recover from addiction. And they do a wonderful, wonderful job. Started by Bob Cote about uh, 30, 35, 40 years ago now. She said an encampment serving liquor to the unhoused (laughs) was counterproductive. You think? noting that one report said that over 80% of homeless have experienced lifetime alcohol and or drug problems. Shea said a report on street mortality showed in 2022 drugs and alcohol were the cause of 60% of homeless deaths. So um, while we're cleaning up the bar and while we're cleaning up the couches that are being used for prostitution Maybe we ought to clean up the homeless situation a little bit in downtown Denver as well. Uh got a couple of emails, got a nice email from uh Lois in Westminster. She wanted to let me know that up there she likes to visit the North Side Tavern. The North Side Tavern's run by a guy that was with the View House restaurant group for a number of years, went off on his own. It's a fabulous restaurant. I um, have met with him. I've been to the place. I've had meals there. And uh, for those of you up in Westminster, yeah, you've got a number of places up there that are very, very good. You've got the Hideaway, and now you've got Legacy Point, and 104th and Federal. Yeah, 104th and Federal. Um, anyway, um, but this might be a place you might want to put on the list. North Side Tavern. Got a nice email from Chad. Wanted to let me know that the Barolo Grill, which has been around now for <clears throat> probably 30 years. You know, I haven't been in the Barolo in a number of years, but boy, they just have always done a nice, nice job. And, I, you know, I've never had. Any reservations about recommending people go to the Barolo Bill Grill, especially for special occasions. Anne in Aurora wanted me to know that Big Bill's Pizza at county line in holly yes i've been there they do a wonderful wonderful job right next door to los dos potrios uh, they've got a number of restaurants in the area and are opening one in castle rock sometime soon i have not been by recently to check out the progress on the construction uh, another email came in from um, a listener wanted to let me know the slatteries there's one downtown And there's now one in the Landmark Center in the Denver Tech Center. It's an Irish-type bar pub. The food is very, very good. Anyway, the listener wanted to let me know that in addition to the food, the Bloody Marys do a great job. Phil wanted to know about the Casa Bonita. Uh, Have I been there yet? I have not and I'll probably wait until they get done jerking us around with sign up for this and get on a mailing list for that and send in an email request for an invitation and all of that type of stuff. But he was wondering if it's expensive. That's what he's heard. That's what I have heard as well. So I'll let uh, you be the determining Uh, determine whether or not you would like to visit the Casa Bonita. Yeah, I want to get there. It's an iconic place but, you know, just open the doors. Stop messing around. Open the doors. Let people go when they want to go. Let people pay if they want to pay and they can decide if they want to go. 303-696-1971 I see we have a caller, Larry in Westminster. Let's do this. Let's go ahead and take a break and get back he wants to talk about a restaurant that I enjoy on The Restaurant Show. I'm right, moving on on The Mike Ball Restaurant Show. Hope you are having a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Just back from Mexico last Wednesday. Had a great group trip I've got a caller on the line. His name is Larry in Westminster. And while we were together, yes, he was part of the wonderful group that went down to Cancun. He said, you know, we found an Indian restaurant in Arvada that I'd like to talk about. And I said, well, let's get you on next weekend after we get back. Have him talk a little bit about Namaste. He recently called in. He had made a first-time trip. He and his wife had a date night up to Ridge to the Black Hat Cattle Company. Thoroughly enjoyed that experience. Let's find out what he thought about the Indian cuisine at Namaste. It's been around for over 10 years Um, I think they do a very nice job. It's owned and operated by a guy that's got a couple of other Indian restaurants in the Denver metro area. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. You wanted to, what did you think? Are you, I'm a big fan of Indian cuisine. I like Indian cuisine. Um, I didn't think so much of the country while I was there. A little hectic, a little bit busy for me. But, uh, of course, it's the world's largest democracy at about a billion three, billion four. They probably don't even know how many people they have. But I love the cuisine. What did you think? Are you an Indian cuisine guy?
2: namaste make make me an indian cuisine guy <laughs> that place was it was it was great the flavors and the we bought a combination thing for two people and we so we had a little bit of everything they have and the the spices and the flavors uh it's it's you can't describe it almost it was excellent
1: Well, you know, you're old enough to remember back when the public schools actually taught geography and history and some of that stuff. And you remember the East Indian Trade Company that the British owned, and they found those spices in India, and they started taking them back to Great Britain. They started importing them all over the world. I guess exporting them all over the world would be the proper phraseology. But uh, I think the spices and the flavors, and you know, Larry, when I eat the chicken tikka masala, the buttered chicken, the sog paneer, vegetable uh, pakora, the lentils, I've kind of convinced myself that I'm eating healthy too. Not just good, but I'm eating healthy. Do you get that feeling?
2: Absolutely. In fact, some of those uh they use are used
1: in vitamins. I, I mean, didn't it, realize it, that. Yes, yes, like. That, uh, that's why I li- that's why I listen to the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show because I burned stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for telling me that. All right. So you and you
2: know, I, know what else I'd like to say is that the the decor was excellent. It was hmm. very British, probably that British influence on India, uh, you know, white tablecloths and
1: cloth napkins, and it was it was well presented. Everything was great. You know, you know I, th- I think that that's a great point, too. Most Indian restaurants, if they're all in, like India's on East Hamden, um, if they're uh, uh, the Urban Tandoor in Colorado Springs, if they really take over a place and become invested in it, they make the decor so you feel like you 're transported a little bit out of your ho hum Monday lives, everyday lives into just like a little mini vacation to India to enjoy the cuisine i I agree with you I think that I think the place is absolutely terrific. Do you even remember a dish that you really enjoyed because I know the names are a little tough sometimes to remember. Was there something that really jumped out at you, the non well, bread, the garlic non bread?
2: The chicken tikka masala was excellent. I remember that. I actually did have to ask the wait person to come over and tell me what I was eating in some cases because <laughs> all of this is new, and yeah. it was all different tastes. Uh, but that chicken tikka masala was excellent. Um, the sog paneer loved it, uh, and then... Everything was just really good, and I am struggling with all the names of these dishes, and I will be back, and I will learn the names of those things.
1: But, but you know, I think that one of the things that you're doing, Larry, is that you're verifying for me and for the other listeners, that if you're willing to get out and, and venture a little bit, you can really – There's, a, it's a great big world out there, and uh, there's some stuff that you might not be familiar with – but that you can really enjoy. And an awful lot of Indian restaurants have a lunchtime buffet. And so even if it's just the basmati rice and the vegetable pakora and a couple pieces of naan bread, you'll get your money's worth, but it will give you an opportunity to try an awful lot of stuff. Larry, Recently, on the, so nice compliments about Namaste up on uh, North Wadsworth. I don't know, 54th, 55th, something like that. Been around for 10, 12 years. Larry, you were just recently on our trip that got back from uh, Mexico. What did you think of the Ryu Palace Kulkukan adult only, all inclusive property right there on the beach in the hotel zone? What did you think of it?
2: That was great. I mean, it was great. The reuse, first of all, are first class, and they do everything first class. Um, Mm -hmm. The the property's right on the beach. I mean, you walk out and you can get to your toes in the sand real quick. Um, They had great service right on the beach uh, with bringing out your lounge chairs and your umbrellas and your drinks. Um, The food was wonderful. You can't say anything bad about their food there. Huge variety of food. Various restaurants: the Italian restaurants, and Japanese restaurants, and Mexican restaurants, and American restaurants, steaks, steakhouse. Um, It was it was great. It was great. Service is superb.
1: Larry, you are a traveler. You and and folks, uh, Larry and his wife are people that I met through the show many years ago, and uh, like many, I've traveled with them in our group trips. Uh, they've come to a number of events, so some I know a little bit better than others. I know that there are many, 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 many people out there listening, but uh, Larry, I know that you are travelers. You and your wife enjoy travel, uh, whether it's staycations in the state of Colorado, whether it's within the United States or international travel. Um, what did you? What do you think about these group trips? You've gone on a couple. You don't go. People drift in. People drift out. But what do you think of the quality of people that join us on these trips? Not just the variety, but uh, just the the conversations and things like that that you enjoy with these people. Have you found that to be enjoyable?
2: Oh, absolutely. In fact, some of them have become our friends. We've been to their homes, that kind of thing. have gone out with them. Um, they're all just great people and you pick and choose. I mean, not everybody's the same. There's, uh, I don't know how many people were on this last trip, but there are some you gravitate toward and, um, Maybe take a tour with them or uh, go on a pirate ship or
1: parasail, those kind of things. <laughs> There's just certain people that you gravitate to. No question. Kind of like life, isn't it? So, it is. Listen, it is. Uh, Listen, Larry, thanks for the nice comments about Namaste. And um, uh, we were it was wonderful to have you and your wife along with us in Cancun. I wanted to mention, you know, a lot of people say, I've been to Cancun. Well, that's kind of like saying you've been to Los Angeles. Maybe you haven't been to Pacific Palisades, Santa Monica, Playa del Um, Playa del Rey, Marina del Rey, maybe you haven't been down to Redondo, Hermosa Beach, you haven't gone farther south to Huntington but there's a great big area and I'm going to tell you I have been over every inch of the Yucatan and The sand at this beach was really, really nice. And you could just walk right out into the Gulf and enjoy the uh, ocean. It was fabulous. And, you know, an awful lot of people on this trip have been to Cancun, but they get off at the airport and they go 5, 10 miles to their resort or their timeshare. I took them up into the old Cancun And a lot of people were just amazed. They said, we didn't even know this was here. We know about the Hard Rock Resort. But they didn't know that there was the original Hard Rock Cafe there. They didn't know that the Senior Frogs, which is always a lot of fun, had been across the street. And so I took them and showed them around. I took them to a great flea market. So that's just some of the stuff that we do on these trips and will do uh, January 10th to the 17th when we go to Cabo San Lucas. I've already had people say, will you take us to the Hotel California in Toto Santos for a margarita? I said, "Absolutely." I'll get us a van, uh, we'll get us a driver, and we'll go on up and we'll do some of that. We'll hit some of the beach bars at Cerrito Beach. So, that's what we try to do on these. You can do as much or as little as you want, but uh, uh, that's what makes these trips kind of fun. Larry, 10 seconds, a quick recap. The Black Hat Cattle Company in Ridge. what do you think?
2: Oh, that was wonderful. Wonderful. The food there is excellent. The views are gorgeous. The the it's, I, I can't say
1: anything bad about it. It was great. Wonderful. It really it really reminds you of being in Colorado, doesn't it?
2: It does. It does. And to think that's so close to where we live down on the plains, you just go up there and you're in the mountains.
1: Yes. Us flatlanders can be up there in 20, 30 minutes. Larry, thanks an awful lot. Thanks yeah. for uh, joining us on the trip to Mexico. It was wonderful having you and Kathy. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thanks for the nice report
3: for change I hit it
1: south cross the All right welcome back to the Mike Ball restaurant show you know he just got back from Mexico last Wednesday had a wonderful wonderful time we left the 6 flew down on United Airlines nonstop. Uh, We were met by Amstar, the premier transfer company in Mexico, tour company. And uh, we went to the Rio Palace Cucucan. It is a Mayan word uh, referring to nest of snakes. That's kind of what Cancun is named for. Um, Not that they're all out and about running all over the place, but it goes back to the Mayan language. It was an all-adult property, all-inclusive, right on the beach. Fabulous beach. If you wanted to walk the beach, if you wanted to walk out into the ocean, if you just wanted to sit in the shade of a palm tree and have yourself a nice drink. And I was talking to my next guest. Her name is Allison. And uh, she is a middle-aged Professional lady, uh, single, and you know, I thought it was great. She had never traveled with us before, but on my groups, typically, and it doesn't matter if I take 25, 35, or 50, they run about 50 50. People that have traveled with me before. People that are new to the trips. And when I see travel with me before, I don't mean they go on every trip. They come in, they come out, depending on the location, depending on the time of year, depending on how much vacation time they have. But we have single travelers We have a couple young ladies that enjoy each other's company out of Fort Morgan and Brush. They travel together, even though they leave their husbands or respective significant others behind. But I thought that it would be kind of fun to get Allison's thoughts. These are completely unsolicited on making her first trip with one of these groups. Um, Never been to Mexico. Oh, my God, it's got to be scary going to Mexico, right? There's a cartel on every corner. There's a bandito in every restaurant. So let's get her thoughts. Allison, welcome to the show. It was really nice to have you along, and it was really nice to get to know you and have you spend some time. Did you enjoy yourself?
4: Very, very much. It was it was super relaxing. It was super beautiful. It was really fun. Yeah, it was a great time.
1: What surprised you? Um, because you were very candid. You said, I've never been to Mexico. I didn't know if I should be concerned. I didn't know if I should be worried about some of the places I went. You took an all-day trip to Chichen Itza, the famous Mayan ruins. Now, you traveled with one of our guests who wanted to go see him as well. You were on a bus with 40 people. Um, but then you went to Tulum on a van by yourself with about eight other people. Um, what's Surprised you? Was it the colors, the, the the weather, the vitality of the Mexican people, the pleasantness? What's what, what surprised you?
4: The ruins were amazing, and I, I didn't expect them to be that vivid, that detailed. Um, they were that just majestic. amazing. Yeah, and, and still so it was so much um so much of the detail still intact on them, which was terrific. And our guides were amazing. They had so much knowledge and history that they conveyed to us as we walked through it. So that was terrific. Um and yeah, it was it was very comfortable. Everything was very comfortable, very safe. I felt very safe. And um uh, all the people on both trips were super friendly. We we just we met up with some really friendly people, and the people on the trips that took the trips were really fun.
1: What about the people that were part of our group? Did you enjoy them?
4: I did, and it was um, they, they were all very welcoming, and it was really nice. Um, you know, you could meet up with them at the pool, at lunch, um, go on trips with them. Everybody was very friendly, and and it was. Like I'd known him for quite a while. It wasn't, nobody was um, a stranger.
1: I, uh, folks, one of the things that I do on these trips, we travel as a group. We don't travel as a pack. And the difference is, is that, yeah, we all meet at United Airlines. We all fly down together. We are all transferred together. We all go to the same Ryu Palace resort. But then after that, You're pretty much on your own. If you want to take an excursion like Allison did, uh, you do it. If you want to sit by the pool, that's fine. Maybe you want to sit by the beach. Maybe you like to alternate your days. But every day, probably the only regimented thing that I offer is about 6.15, 6.30. I tell people where I will be, one of the bars, and come by and sit and relax. Do you have any questions? Would you like to know more about the a la carte Italian restaurant? Would you like to know about the a la carte Japanese-Asian restaurant where, folks, you will get a seared ahi tuna steak that is second to none. Jose Espinosa, who with his wife Mimi have traveled with me a couple times. They own Trestles Coastal Cuisine in Castle Pines. Boy, they know their seafood. And I was sitting with Jose on a recent trip, maybe a year or two ago, and he said, you're going to have that seared ahi tuna? And he said, I'm going to go with it based on your recommendation. And he looked at me and he said, man, it is absolutely fabulous. So it's not a trip where everybody's in the lobby with their name tag on at 8 o'clock in the morning, getting on a bus for a city tour. Uh, people do what they want. But we have, that, we, 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 we have that feel of a group, but not a pack. There are some people that we see every night at Cocktails. There are some people that we saw the first or second night, and then you just kind of see them wandering around the resort. Allison, uh, would you, as a single traveler, female single traveler, because I go through this sometimes with widows and divorcees, they feel like they have to kind of uh, give themselves permission to travel. Would you would you recommend it, whether, with, whether it's with our groups or just getting out there and, and venturing a little bit, talk a little bit about that if you would.
4: Absolutely because I mean I think um it was so neat to see being my first trip to Mexico um to experience the culture and the weather mm-hmm. and just uh, all the delicious foods and it was it was really neat and I think um I think it's fun to meet new people and to see these new places so um and your trips make it Really easy, too. So I think um, your trips are certainly one to go on. But yeah, I would encourage people to travel no matter what and, and certainly add Mexico to the list. I, I had no idea how neat it was, and I'm so glad I went.
1: Well, and that's one of the things that we also try to do, folks. You know, people say, Mike, you've done the River Rhine and you've done Hawaii, Jamaica, Panama, Costa Rica. Yeah, but right now, folks, a three, three three-and-a-half-hour flight on United nonstop out of Denver, you know what? You get to the airport at 6, 6.30, you check in, you get on the flight at 8 o'clock, uh, you land, and the next thing you know, by about 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you're on a beach. And so we try to keep them so that you come back from your trip relaxed. And, you know, there's an awful lot of times, Allison, we've all had those vacations, when you're trying to cram an awful lot in and you get back and you're more tired than when you went on vacation. You've, you've probably experienced that, right?
4: Yeah, and the, some of the the guidance I got from some of the folks was take the first day to chill and relax and then do your excursions, do the different things you're going to do, and then make sure you take the last day to kind of chill and relax on the beach and, and you know, at the pool bar and things like that. And, you know, um, I think that was some really good advice.
1: You know, I told you, I to, I mentioned listeners, uh, Jose and Mimi Espinosa from Trestles. They are going with us in January. Uh, they were not on this trip, but Mike and Angie from granelli's Pizza, they're always fun. I want to thank Mike an awful lot for helping me with the baseball equipment distribution that many of you know about. Tom and Kerry uh, were with us. Uh, he used to be a retired firefighter from Colorado Springs. Uh, we had... Uh, A lady named Jan, she's traveled with us off and on. She's a widow, loves to go with us. Um, The ladies up in Fort Morgan and Brush, Carrie and Carol, they just have a ball. Randy is the finance, not the finance manager, actually the CPA for Tynan Automotive Group. Chuck is in restaurant equipment sales. So it's a nice, nice variety of people that uh, go on these trips. Well, Allison, thank you so much. But did you have a meal that uh, you really enjoyed? And when I took you folks to the flea market, uh, where people are just constantly, come in, come in, buy this, buy that, I'll give you a good deal, whatever. Tell me, was there a meal that you remember, and did the flea market? I love the flea market. I think that no matter where you are, what country you're in, that's where you get a feel for the local. Um, talk a little bit about uh, both the meal and the flea market.
4: I think my uh, the buffet was wonderful. We always had really good food no matter where we went, but I really think I enjoyed the lobster. We had that dinner dinner. Um with the lobster, and the other the the other night at the steakhouse with the surf and turf, and it was really really delicious. So I really by the way, that. let me inter-
1: let me interrupt Allison. One night at the buffet, they were serving beef Wellington. And, oh, you
4: know, that
1: was good too. <laughs> and and you know, there's probably an awful lot of people out there. That's an old. That's Allison. Did you even know what beef Wellington is? Because uh, if you're older and you remember some of the old old steakhouses, you remember beef Wellington. But I'll bet you I haven't had beef Wellington. I'll bet you I haven't seen it on a menu in 30 years.
4: No, I had never had it before, so um, I was really interested. That was really good. What really about good. the flea
1: market? Did you have fun but at the flea market?
4: I I did, and it was it was really um, it was fun because it was you know there's so many different things to offer, and so everything is so colorful, um, and they had just a variety of things from magnets to to leather goods to cloth goods. To, I mean, just everything you can imagine. So. Um, that was uh, that was really fun to go to, and then going to Senor Frogs after that for for drinks was a lot of fun too. So, um, the the trip he took us to kind of the older part of of the the strip, I guess, um, the older part of Cancun um, was that was a really neat neat aspect.
1: We had people with us, folks that had been to Cancun a number of times and didn't even know it existed. So, anyway, in Senor Frogs part of Grupo Mexico that. Carlos Anderson Group of Restaurants. They do a fabulous job. Allison, thanks for going with us. Hopefully, you'll do it again.
4: Thanks so
1: much, Mike. All right, we're going to take a break on the Mike Boyle Restaurant. Bringing you back, I'm your host, Mike Boyle. This is the Restaurant Show every Saturday, 3 to 5. Tomorrow, I will be back with a show from 10 o'clock until noon. All you got to do to get in a wonderful, wonderful drawing tomorrow is give me a call at 303-696-1971. And tell me who you think is going to win the Bronco-Washington game. I uh, sent a $50 gift certificate to Aaron because he picked the Raiders. I sent a couple of other gift certificates to the Black Eyed Pea for other people that picked the Raiders as well. Yes, we would have liked the Broncos to win, but hey... They got the gift certificates for picking the Raiders. Just at a spot for the Joyce's Famous Pizza. I'm going to be there two weeks from today, September 30th. We're going to be doing one of our pizza deals, dine-in or take-out. She always does a great job. We always have a nice crowd. It's on my website at mikeboyle.com. So make plans to join us at Joyce's two weeks from today. All right. Coming up at 5 o'clock is Randy Corcoran. And it's Wake Up with Randy Corcoran Yep. I know. He used to have a morning show, but he liked the name, and I guess it kind of fires you up a little bit. Let's see what he's got going on today. Randy, welcome to the show. Where's Randy? Did we lose Randy? I
3: am talking to the microphone.
1: Um, for some reason or not, I hear you talking in the background, but you're not coming through. Blake, let's bring up Randy Corcoran. How does that sound?
3: Hey, hello. Yeah. There we go.
1: There you go, Randy. <laughs> now I hear you. Testing, yeah. you testing. Know, you know, folks, but we, Randy and I have been doing this for a long time. But every once in a while, we just need a little bit of retraining. And so uh, I don't know which one of us needed to push a button, Randy, but we've got you now. What do you got coming up at 5 o'clock?
3: Well, I'll tell you, there is a lot going on. Uh, Lauren Boebert is in the news in an unflattering way. She's getting a little frisky down there at the Denver Center for the Performing Arts. Ken Buck seems to be doing everything he can to lose his base. Uh, I expect a primary against Ken Buck. And uh, man, oh man. Updates on the Trump, you know, keep him off the ballot lawsuit, the uh, three men who were accused of kidnapping Governor Gretchen Whitmer with whole lot of FBI involvement acquitted by a jury and Ken Paxton, the A. G. in Texas, acquitted as well. So I mean that's just for starters tonight. There is so much to do.
1: I um uh, I I I am only reasonably familiar with the Bobert um we have a county commissioner in Douglas County named Laura Thomas. She's a nice lady, wonderful lady, been serving in the county in one capacity or another for years. But there are some people that just seem to attract uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't be out here, Randy. It's not often that Mike Boyle's at a loss for words.
3: Well, but. she definitely did some attracting. There's no good doubt about that. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you what, I, the way that, that the response to it by her is a little disappointing to me and probably not for the reason you'd think.
1: Do you care to elaborate or do I have to listen at five? Well,
3: well, yeah, listening at five is a good idea, but you just never apologize to these people. You know, if I'm I'm Lauren Boebert, I'm not apologizing to the party that nominated a uh, uh, a Democrat named Adam Frisch who, um, while he was on city council, was caught on video having an affair in a storage locker. And then, according to the taxi driver that bribed him, he says... Um, changed his vote so that taxis could keep Uber and Lyft out of Aspen a little bit longer. I'm not going to be lectured to by the party that uh, elects or puts into office. Uh, Someone who looks like a pedophile when you watch all of the video, sniffing and touching kids and, you know, has drug-addicted, sex-addicted children of his own. Daughter says that she used to take inappropriate showers with her dad. And you're going to lecture me about getting a little frisky on a Friday night? Come on.
1: Yeah. Well... I have as far as um as far as apologies are concerned um I've I've had to apologize in the past um but I've tried well, to make I'm it,
3: sorry for that Mike.
1: I, I, well <laughs> and, I got it. I got it. Um but but I but I think that if I try to live my life in a way that I say do act in such a way that I don't feel like I need to apologize for. I just personally, uh, Randy, see that, think that that works out a little bit better for me, and I'm sure that that probably is the way you have lived your life as well. Sure His have tried, Randy brother. Corpor- His name is Randy Corcoran. He's coming up at 5 o'clock. I'm out of time. The out song is Zach Brown's Toes. I don't have my toes in the water. I don't have my butt in the sand. I don't have a worry in the world, but I don't have a cold beer in my hand. But all of that stuff was last week when I was in Mexico. But I'm still living a life, having a great day. I'll tell you well we'll be back tomorrow with another show from 10 o'clock until noon. As Zach Brown says, adios and vaya con Dios. Go with God,
3: yeah. Beautiful day. I'm Mike Boyle. This is the rest of the show. We are on the way. Life is good today. Life is good today.